0: It's time for the show that brings the magic right to your speakers. Ears Up! Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is Ears Up Podcast. And uh, we have a great show for you guys today. Terrence is going to talk to you about the Superstar Limo Ride. Yeah, I am. It's going to be something. It used to be in DCA. It used to be in DCA. And it's not there anymore. It's not.
1: And, and the end. So thank you very much.
2: Oh, that was a good That was, nice. it was a good
1: show.
3: <laughs> Bye, guys.
1: No, but yeah, I'm surprised that people know what it is.
3: They don't. Some people do. Some people are excited or excited to hear this episode because they miss that ride. And some people... There are people who... well. Are not at all surprised that the ride is gone.
1: I think I think people that miss this ride are the same people that would miss the Great Movie Ride in Walt Disney World. Ooh, that was us. St-
3: yeah, stinker. probably.
1: And that's why I made, like made Eric that Garner comparison. loves our
0: friend Theo it loves that ride. You know I think loves that ride. I think so. Great, the Great Movie Ride. You it's, guys went on it, right? Oh yeah, and I regretted every second of oh, it once Alice? we started moving. It was just the worst ride ever.
3: I need to Angel's watch. to watch a, li- a ride through. I think that ride was like 20 minutes long. I think
1: it was two hours long. <laughs> like. It was forever.
3: What? I wanted to get out of the car. It was one of those Do rides. Reference where
1: they sh- movies. They should have had like an exit at one point. Yes. Like halfway through. If anyone wants to like, stop, just wants to go. Like, like, like a movie now.
2: intermission. Like, yes. Yeah. So yeah. Exactly. If you feel if, so as if
1: you yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. As if you've made a poor uh, decision. Juju bees walking across. the <laughs> yeah it was like the you know the the, the the trolley operator like drives you and then you get hijacked because you go through different movie sets and there's supposed to be re- replications of different movies. So you had like Wizard of Oz, uh-huh. Casablanca and some Western Johns and whatever. but it was just awkward and uncomfortable and terrible, but it was air conditioned and I think that's why I think in in Disney World you can get away with doing kind of terrible rides because it's air conditioned
2: right. Yeah. So is it like a bad version of like the tram ride? At uh,
3: Universal?
1: I N- guess. No. It's more, more immersive than okay. that is.
3: Yeah, you're like part of the movies, sort of. I don't, it's weird. And the yeah. animatronics are the the actors. Oh, cool. Sometimes. Sometimes Some, yeah. they're actually real people. Not, it's uh, all weird. It's very strange. I'd
1: say write it, but
0: womp womp. Yeah, <laughs> not that it matters because it's gone. It's yeah. gone. Um, Anyway, find us on iTunes. You can rate us on iTunes. That'd be cool. Tune in Radio Stitcher. Also, SpectroRadio.us. If you are a video person, we are on YouTube, and we are also streaming live on Twitch right now. So that's cool. Uh, You can find us on social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Pinterest. do all that stuff. Uh, You can send feedback on this show to Taryn at earsup-podcast.com. Show suggestions. Go to Taryn's. You can say hi Hello. to Bev and anything else comes to me. I'm Jason and that's all ears up with a Z hyphen podcast uh, don't forget, Bev is stroking her armpit hair. The longest armpit hair <laughs> ever. That's <laughs> disgusting. You know, there's a, there's why are you doing a, it? No, there is a oh. hair
2: attached to my shirt or something, and every time I move my arm, it tickles it. <laughs>
3: and I can't uh, find it. I hate it. that.
0: Uh, we have ghosts. Oh. Yeah, oh. <laughs> uh, forgot to tell you that. Uh, you can support Ears Up for, well, uh, four, four, for because it's great. Uh, but uh, another uh, uh, multitude of reasons why is the show and our last 111 episodes. This is our 112th episode. Wow! Uh, But you can do it by going to getcovears.com, which is a great way to customize your Mickey Mouse hat for your next trip into the park. You can also go to Patreon, of course. Everyone's on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash ears up. If you do any kind of internet shopping, you can also use our Amazon link, which is on our homepage. Um... And uh, listen to our other show, which is Marvel and Star Wars focused, called uh, Sabers and Superpowers. Now, there is an update. We have not released the show for for April, or they haven't. The boys and uh, and uh, Steph, or their uh, other co host, um, because Anthony has moved, and he and I are going to record something. I think tonight together, um, he's going to call in from Austin. He's living in Austin now, doing some. I think he's actually working for. DC Comics right now oh, doing wow. some web stuff. Yeah, like doing some cool stuff. So-
3: the company does a Marvel <laughs> podcast. Yeah,
0: well, he's a nerd, dude. He knows all about everything. So the the money is. He's living right. the dream. It's fine. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. He's, he's actually really stoked about it, and that's cool. So um, we're, he and I are just going to record a 10-minute thing just to put it out there for April, and then hopefully we can get... Maybe I'll have um, his co-host come here into this studio, and we can just call in Anthony, and I can just run the board while they do their show. Mm-hmm. Uh, just something to get to get the show up and running, so all you sabers and superpowers, uh, f- uh, friends, uh, fans, whatever you can be fans, Things. friends, and fans. Super yeah, friends, um, so <clears throat> hang on, you got something coming. Uh, hopefully uh, by the end of the week, which is the end of the week today. Um, well, you know, soon. Hopefully soon. We got you. We got you. Um, speaking of getting you, we have very exciting news. You have a gift. But, oh. Yeah, we have a gift. No, we don't oh, have a gift. Uh, we have partnered with Getaway Today. Dot com to offer discounted travel packages to our listeners. In addition to the savings that they offer normally, which, believe me, these packages are the cheapest that we've found. Like, you can't find discounted things for Disneyland anywhere. Because they, yeah. they don't exist. Because they don't exist. <laughs> yeah. Right. Except on getawaytoday.com. Which is awesome. Yeah. So they're our official travel sponsor. That's and that's, awesome. that's pretty cool. So they're giving you 10 bucks off... In addition to their discount, normally, 10 bucks off on all two night stays or longer Southern California vacation packages. Nice. So it's not just for Disneyland, right? We've always talked about there's other things to do in SoCal besides just going to Disneyland. You don't have to be tied to Disneyland, even right. though we're a Disneyland podcast. You have Universal Studios, Legoland. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can book packages for the entirety of San Diego. Whoa. Not just for one thing, but you can San just Dio- San Diego. Nice. Uh, the entirety of Huntington Beach. If you nice. want to go do some beach, just Which
2: I've never been to.
0: Well, if you stay for two nights or longer, <laughs> you, you get a you get a nice discount. You can save 10 bucks on that.
2: I mean, 10 bucks is 10 bucks on top of a sweet discount.
0: Right? Yeah. It's a beer, that's for sure. Yeah, uh, SoCal essentially is your playground. So, uh, you know, and you'll be saving some cash and supporting the show at the same time. So head over to getawaytoday.com and use the code EARSUP. To save ten bucks off your two night stay in SoCal. So, what you can also do, um, which would be preferable, is go to our website and then there's a button on the uh, right hand side with our logo. Click on that. That goes to our affiliate link. But also, even if you just book, if you want to book a ticket, like if you're going to Disneyland for a day, go to uh, you know go to their website, get away today, and just put in that you heard about them through us. Nice, and that helps as well. So, any support you can throw to these people. That would be really cool. And so we filled out this like affiliate sheet and gave all the information. And then a few days later in the mail, we get this.
2: Aww. <laughs> Aww. A little plush Mickey Mouse. That's cute. Is and it like squishy? It's real soft. It looks real soft.
0: It's real soft, yeah. Nice. And uh, I, we get a knock at the door, and then the UPS guy blurbs away. And I'm like, what is this? And it's from Getaway Today. And i was like, how did I forgot that I'd given them our address? <laughs> and I'm like, well, how did they, you know. They're psychic. Yeah, I was like, "Geez, did they go on?" <laughs> anyway, like, anyway, they like, "Cancel, cancel, cancel!" <laughs> yeah, and uh, just a really nice note attached to it. Yeah, check that. out. It's super soft. So they're nice people. Oh, it's really
2: soft. Like, I know, it's not right? Like the, the crappy stuffing. It's like the squishy stuffing.
0: Yeah. So uh, you can save uh, normally. You can save ten bucks if you're uh, if you're staying two nights or longer in SoCal, and then uh, you know they're good people and uh, they're helping saving you money. And we did it. We went online and compared, and you, you save you save some cash. So uh, that's pretty cool. Now let's get to uh, some housekeeping stuff. Uh, we had to revamp our Patreon tiers, mm-hmm. which, tiers of Patreon tiers. Uh, we had to change one of the rewards in the higher tier. So now instead of those cool sketches, you'll be entered into a drawing to be able to win one of two $20 Disney gift cards each month. So we're giving away $40 in Disney bucks, I guess, effectively, uh, each month to all of our Patreon people for 12 bucks and higher okay but what we're we're do- giving
2: them the opportunity
0: we, yes thank you Clarify that. thank you very much you're entered yes. you're entered into a drawing okay and uh, what we should do is oh man I meant to I meant to do that tonight but you know what I'll do it I'll do it on the next show we'll do it live okay I meant to have everybody's name and a, man, a hat and I didn't do it oh um, okay. that's fine so but what happens is what's cool is uh, for each the, the different levels you get different entries Okay. so if you're if you're a Patreon supporter at the twelve dollar level, you get one entry. Okay. Okay? But if you're at the $20 level, you get two entries. This was my idea. <laughs> and if you're at the $50 level, you get three chances nice. cool. to win.
1: Nice.
3: I like it.
0: Which is pretty cool.
3: Can I enter? No. No. Oh.
0: Employees and family of Here's Up podcast <laughs> are not eligible to win. Ineligible. Yeah, so we do have a bit of making up to do because the the last drawings that went out were in January, unfortunately, which is why we have to do this. Mm-hmm. And we didn't want to do this because we liked the drawings, just it wasn't feasible to keep up because we had so much demand. And uh, you know, I apologize about that. But so for you, February, March, and April, people, it's one hundred and twenty dollars worth of gift cards. Actually, we might as well just roll it in a May too, and just do May's on next show. Yeah uh anyway so that's going to be happening again like a like i said i apologize we were going to do it today but i just didn't do it so that's what's happening on patreon that's what's happening with our sponsorships taryn what's happening in feedback please
3: uh we've got a good one today um just one you guys write in we like to hear from you um but the feedback no this one is from rebecca
0: Hello Rebecca
3: Hey everyone Hi Bev Hi I usually listen to your shows live But lately I've been busy with work I'm currently a Disney college program intern at Walt Disney World And my mainstay is at Disney's Wilderness Lodge as a lifeguard Hmm. I was very entertained by the comments you all had about the lodge And I was very excited to see that Terrence prepared my favorite drink at Trader Sam's Uh, So she's talking about the secret show Uh, Since I know that you are all considering A trip out to Orlando And Terrence is planning on coming in February I have the following to offer I prefer the beer selection At Wilderness Lodge But Trader Sam's is by far The better overall experience Uh, Polly has better mixed drinks Better views of the fireworks But less convenient parking Uh, While we don't get much PR from celebrities We do tend to host VIPs in our cabins uh, When they want a quieter experience most celebrities will stay at uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge or the Contemporary, in addition to Cinderella's Castle Suite, uh, which is booked through their system. Which I don't know what that means. Like, I want to find like out the though. celebrity system. <laughs> like, I think she
2: might mean the castle. Like the castle has its own system.
3: Oh.
0: Yeah, it's
2: not just a special website that only yeah. uh-huh. You have to enter in like a passcode.
0: You, if, if, so once once you get a hundred thousand followers on Instagram, you you get you get You're a special URL. Yeah, that's where it is. Illuminati. That's what I was just <laughs> about. Uh,
3: in the three months of my internship, we've hosted mostly NFL players enjoying their postseason. However, Pink was here last week. We saw Pink at Disneyland once.
1: Yeah,
0: we did, but well, actually while, we man. almost literally ran into well, her yeah. as she was coming out of the Grand She California. would have knocked
1: you out, dude. <laughs> uh, she was she super nice. Me.
0: Well, it's just like the doors, right? Because <laughs> yeah. when, when those doors, but they rarely close, I think now, but uh, uh, when they were closed, you can't really see through them. And mm-hmm. so we were going in and she was coming out. and <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. That's, oh my God, that's pink. Who? <laughs> <laughs> I don't
3: know. Uh, For Magic Bands, guests with reservations on Disney property have a complimentary set that they can pre-order. However, so many people lose their bands at the pool and the water park that they have a digital key through the My Disney Experience app is an additional convenience that can be offered mm, at uh, awesome. even less of a cost to guests. Uh, this would also help us lifeguards and recreation staff determine who actually is a guest of the Wilderness Lodge and who isn't, unlike the Polynesian Village Resort.
0: Oh, so people go like, oh, I lost my magic band. I don't yeah. know. I'm just tooling around. And they go, well, what about your phone? But then...
3: Or you can hand it off to your friend through the fence or something. Yeah. Um not that's not an idea for anybody. Oh, no, I, was I was like, oh. the oh. India Express here are
0: not the uh yeah. <laughs> uh
3: she finishes uh thank you for uh thank you all for making my time away from Disneyland, aka the superior magic kingdom Whoa. much more bearable. I Peace, agree. love, churros, and Mozzle. Rebecca. Wow, oh, I like her. And thank you for being a Patreon person. Yeah.
0: Yes, yeah. yeah. We've got a mozzle, awesome. but not a awesome. nozzle.
2: There's no such thing as nozzle.
0: Yeah, because we did not. You're a nozzle. Wow. (laughs) Uh, Is that it, Terrence? That's it. Okie dokie. Thank you
1: very much. Uh, All right, Terrence. Oh, Terrence
3: is, he's ready.
1: Yeah. All right. Rubbing his hands together. So I had, this was my idea. I wanted to start a segment that we would do maybe every three months or so where I take a ride that used to be in one of the parks and then tell you about it and then tell you why it left. So um, I'm going to start that today. All right, so we're going to start with Superstar Limo, and I'm going to say this is Michael Eisner's fault, Okay, but it's of course not it is. completely everything? his fault. Okay, so I'm going to start at before... That's di- disappointing. I want every bad thing to be one person's fault. At the <laughs> end of this, you actually may think that it was his fault, but I'm All telling right. you it's not completely his fault. So All right. uh, we, I'm going to start uh, in the late 80s and early 90s. They're, uh, they were very good for Disney. Under Michael Eisner's watch, he was then the CEO of Disney. The company was enjoying unprecedented growth. He declared the start of the 90s as the Disney decade with the opening of new parks at each of Disney resort, uh, each Disney resort around the globe. Uh, it was the most ambitious announcement that there would be um, a second gate at Disneyland. Disneyland would be joined by an ambitious 21st century sister park called Westcott. So, Westcott was scheduled to be the West Coast version of Epcot. The area would have a 300-foot replica of the 180-foot spaceship Earth from Epcot, as well as the ability to drink around the world. And it would cost about $3 billion. Now, that would have been amazing, right? Yes. Yes. So, this is what they wanted to do. But Eisner's optimism and enthusiasm began to fade. The price tag for Westcott continued to grow as did the price tag for real estate to make it happen. Now, remember, Disneyland is somewhat landlocked, and they were going to build this whole thing on the existing parking lot. They couldn't buy any other area, so it really wasn't matching up to what they wanted. So the initial plan was to buy the parking lot. It quickly became apparent that for this this area, it would take up much more room than they thought. Second, Disneyland Paris, which was opened in the spring of 92, was hemorrhaging money. While the company was trying to figure out how to handle the loss of that money, projects were slashed at all the parks as well as spending being frozen. Still, Eisner decided that there must be a second gate at Disneyland, but at a budget. And then there was DCA. Uh, okay. So, Eisner... So, yes, so go I'm ahead. I'm just
2: going to interrupt you for a second. Uh-huh. So, he started out with this great idea. Right. And <laughs> then he was like, oh, this is really expensive. Let me just... Drop a turd right
1: there. Basically, so yeah, let's do the dollar store version. Yeah, of well, that's of this the problem. Nordstrom idea. There was there was <laughs> how, no money. How can you? And convince – How
2: much money has it taken them to make it? So, I know less. It <laughs>
1: is 17 years after it opened. Yeah, 17 years. So um, Eisner decided that the park should bring the best of California to this park, so that pis- visitors from Idaho, visitors from Nebraska, could come here and feel so they've actually seen all of the state of California. In other words, yeah. <laughs> literally literally what his idea was. So in other words, no one should have to cut their Disney vacations short to see the landmarks of California, not even the nearby Hollywood side.
3: I don't hate that idea. Uh, I'm surprised okay. California didn't sue them. Like, bro. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> what are you doing here? Tourism. Come on. <laughs> right? The, the Tourism Board of California? Yeah. Right. So the plans were put in the works to create uh, to create something that would incorporate the best parts of the state within the park. Now, um Remember, so the shade, for instance, the shade from the mermaid ride was originally the Palace of Fine Arts, things like that. <laughs> that was um, terrible. And there was going to have a, a modern version of Hollywood that would save people, the visitors, of driving 45 minutes to see, you know, a modern version of Hollywood. So <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> don't go to Hollywood, come see the Disney Hollywood. Well, right?
0: it, it, Which is it, to kind of brilliant. Well, it, it, it's not. It's, it's a good it's idea, not. but but if Disney. If Disneyland represents one thing, it's never underestimate the general public's desire to spend money to see the original thing. Correct. But but also... I respect the I respect the, the, the game.
1: The hustle. Because
0: yeah, right. Because nobody <laughs> if you've player. ever been down like man's the Chinese theater oh, like going to see the sign seedy. if you want hepatitis, that's Bro. the way that's the place to go. Don't super ever seedy.
2: put your hands in those handprints. No.
0: Oh, don't touch ever. the stars, homie. Don't touch the stars. No. Don't don't walk down that street. Like just don't.
2: Unless you enjoy do the smell it. of urine. And if that's your jam, then you have fun. And,
0: yeah, being being yelled at by uh, <laughs> sun baked crazy people.
2: And just FYI. Guy, Elmo's not going to take a picture with you for free.
1: No. Uh, oh yeah. Insane. No. That's correct. Yes. So see, this is to me, and I understand what you guys are saying, but this is this is the the first problem with the park. Okay. So uh, what they did with Disney MGM Studio or Hollywood Studios now, but Disney MGM Studios at the time is they had it as there was one part was basically 1930s Hollywood, and it would be locked as mm-hmm. 1930s Hollywood, and you'd be able to see that. Then they have the other side. And the other side was all the backstage area, and you'd be mm-hmm. able to see the backstage area. And that's fine because you guys can – you can lock those in and it's fine. Yeah. But this is saying we're just going to keep it modern and honestly, it's not enough of a draw because you're going to have to keep recycling it because as soon as you make it modern, it's not modern anymore.
2: It gets remodeled yeah. and becomes new modern.
1: So this was definitely new modern. Exactly. <laughs> it's not a
2: thing. Sorry. <laughs> so there, so,
1: so uh, the minds of Eisner and, uh, and Imagineering began working on this attraction that would be the only dark ride in the park. It was scheduled to be quite different than what it became, but let's talk about what it was supposed to be. Now, okay. to start off, you, as the writer, you're a Hollywood sensation. Oh,
0: thank you very much. Mm-hmm. All right. Appreciate it. You're, you're welcome. Yeah.
1: So as you walk up to the uh, the facade and you're near the, near the queue, the original plan was to build a scaled-down version of the theme. you guys know what the, though, what the theme building is from LAX? Is that like two arches that go over yes. each other? Oh, Ex- yeah. Right. So, is that what that's supposed to be? Yeah, it's, it's called the theme building. Okay. Yeah, so... Um, they use it in movies. Like if you're the if the action's transitioning to L.A., they put a quick shot of that and you're like, oh, I'm in L.A. kind right. of a thing. So uh, so they do that. It was supposed to be a, a, a smaller version of that. Um, and it was really good timing because Imagineering was actually um, – Eddie Sato from Imagineering had just helped to develop the restaurant Encounters that was in there as well. So they, they had a good rapport Encounters? with Encounters. Encounters is the name of the restaurant that in, was in there.
3: Oh, in the real in, in, in the, the real theme one. building.
1: Got yes, it. in the theme building. Okay. Um, so they're going to put one of those in there, but it's going to be a sci-fi, um, a sci-fi themed restaurant,
2: like a counter, <sighs> like like it,
1: like, encounter- like, like counters, first-
2: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. exactly. Kind of like what they have in Disney World, the sci-fi right. dining, di-
1: which is rad. Yeah, right. it was really cool, super rad. So what you'd be able to do is you would actually sit in that restaurant. You'd be able to look down at everyone in the queue. The monorail would go right by it as well. You'd have a great view of everything. That sounds awesome. Right? That sounds super legit, dude. Right. Like I said, we're starting with what it was supposed to be. Yeah. Aww.
2: So, um... <laughs> sad. All
1: right. So, um, this was... It, so, Seems like, um, a, like a Pinterest fail, right? You
0: know, the Pinterest <laughs> fails where it's like, right. oh, well, we were going to make this cake to right. look like Elsa, but instead
1: it looks like Sloth from the Goonies. Right. so, so what they blue. So what they were... The reason why they wanted to do this is because they wanted people who probably just flew into LAX to see that. And immediately be able to say, "Okay, I'm at LAX." And so they realized that, which is the last thing anybody yeah. wants to do. No, but you'll you're well, at as airport. you hear the ride go on, you'll okay. understand what the point is, right? Okay. Yeah,
0: no, I, I get. I'm just saying, like, if I already left LAX, I don't want to be reminded. I'm Oh, I'm just in LAX. For, uh, no.
1: I'm sorry. So you're you're leaving LAX as you going. You're going into the ride. You would be leaving LAX oh. and heading towards Hollywood, right? Okay. So they were going to build sense. that, and there was gonna a, it was going to be like an immediate visual cue of what's going on because they realized that the visual cue what you do on the outside really matters. Um, yeah. Like, for instance, Small World. Uh, if you look at Small World that we have in L.A. versus Small World in Disneyland, the outside, as soon as you walk up to the, the... same place. I mean, in, uh, sorry, <laughs> Disney World. Sorry. Okay. Disney World, as soon as you walk up to the outside of the one at Disneyland, you kind of get an idea of what's going to happen inside. And it's not necessarily mm-hmm. the same in Disney World, which True. is why Hong Kong and Paris and all that have one that basically looks like ours. Mm-hmm. They're telling you the story without saying anything. You know what you're going to get. But they don't have money for that. So instead what they did is they just had a hodgepodge big cardboard looking facade that had like LA signs on it and stuff like that. It sounds great. That's what they had. So
0: no, no, I love it. It sounds great. Old pizza boxes from
1: rocket rods no, or pizza Basically what it was. So that was uh so that was one of the missteps because of the fact that they didn't have money. They had to just throw something up. So um, as you're you, yeah, basically, <laughs> I'm telling you, I know people are excited about this, but it was like a big vomit on there. So okay. um, as you enter the building, you would see an airport luggage carousel, which would make sense because you just passed the theme building and you're in LAX. Um, it would make perfect six at that point. And so uh, there'd be huge posters on the walls and constant announcements over the loudspeaker to reinforce that image. Uh, you would then be asked how many people are in your entourage and you would board your limousine. Michael Eisner's face would show up, yes. Does
2: the.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bev raised her hand, Bev.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Um, does the limousine have those little ice buckets with the bottles of champagne in it?
1: No, they don't. Sorry. I know. What's sorry. a limo ride if you can't pop in big bottles, dude? If you're not
0: Four. popping right. bottles,
1: what are you doing?
2: I already Nothing. hate it.
1: <laughs> so, uh, so Michael Eisner's uh, face would appear on the ride's video screen. Each row has a screen. Thank God. And he would remind you that you still hadn't signed the contract for your next picture, that big film that you are supposed to be making for Walt Disney Studios. He would then tell you that he was waiting ma- for you uh, contract in hand at the end of Grauman's Chinese Theater. Uh, Eisner would tell you that the paparazzi are out in droves that night and be careful. All that you have to do is get there safely without doing anything that would ruin your reputation. Now, at this point you're unseen I know, just just follow Where's me. Where's the Coke?
0: I just you know <laughs> <spa.
1: Yeah. laughs>
2: Your brain dry. went to Coke, mine went to upskirt shots getting out of car. <laughs> oh my oh, god. Geez. Wow. <laughs> Things that ruin your reputation reputation.
0: Like in the That's love true. guru. Oh, <laughs> gosh. I still so haven't seen Most that, people haven't.
1: We're watching that after the show. <laughs> I yeah. Gotta go. yeah, have fun. Tell me how it goes. So, um, at this point, your unseen limbo driver would say So, you're late for the premiere, huh? Don't worry, I know a few shortcuts. And with the screech of the tires, you're off on your way for a wild ride through Hollywood. By the way, this is
0: sort of like the premise behind the Aerosmith rock and roller coaster, where you're in a private limo
1: going to the thing, and it goes real fast. Right, so this would not be as fast as that, but it would be faster than Mr. Toads. It'd be like Mr. Toads on steroids. It also kind of reminds
2: me of the um, Toad-roid. Radiator Springs. The racers because they're going mm-hmm. slow, and then you, you, you
1: take off. Okay. Yeah. This is what they wanted to do. Now, um, adding to the fun is that the fact that you would inevitably run to the paparazzi as soon as you hear the sound of the flash and clicks from your ca- from the camera. Your limo driver would hit the gas again and change directions. Now, the ride was supposed to move very quickly from scene to scene, and they had made all the gags huge and immediately recognizable because you got it. You know, it's going to have to be like quick, what? quick jokes. So, like for one, it would be. Um, you would be pulling up to forgot um, uh tell of the pup. That's a famous hot dog place in L.A. And you would oh, see yeah. this guy in a sequin jumpsuit and it sounds like he's farting. And then <laughs> as you round the corner, you look back and you see it's Elvis and he has a hot dog. And the farting sound is from him putting mustard on his hot dog. And oh, he would squeeze okay. a bottle oh, a couple more times and it make okay. the same sound. So it's relevant. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Elvis? Yeah. Like- exactly. It's, it's re- yeah. He's so alive. So um, – him a Tupac so Tupac so that would be uh, oh (laughs) jeez
0: so that would call you Tupac Shaker but uh, I can really shake it too oh
1: (laughs) jeez so ridiculous so um, I made that up just now that was
3: good that was good
1: (laughs) Uh, so it would be big things like that Um, you would at the end of the ride you would uh, pull up to the Chinese theater there'd be a red carpet leading from your limousine into the lobby which would be the gift shop where they'd have uh, miniature Oscars and t-shirts with things like Hollywood's next big thing and stuff like that on there. Now for the contract, you would you would always get caught by the paparazzi because there would be a national Enquirer uh, billboard thing with your with everyone's picture on it as you're leaving. And so Eisner says he don't okay. get it. Not bad, not bad, but not it's rideable, right? It's rideable, yeah. right? Yeah,
3: mm-hmm.
1: sure. All right, Uh huh. It's rideable.
2: I mean, there's no champagne.
1: It's, all right, all right. it's DCA. You can bring your own. So it's true. So the plans for this ride. Came, no, a pun intended. It came to a screeching halt after the oh, event right. of August thirty first, 1997. Does anyone remember what happened on that day? No. So uh, Dodi Fayette. 1997?
2: Faye, 1997.
1: Oh, yeah. Princess Diana. Yeah. So Dodi Fayette uh, and Princess uh, Di were killed in a car accident in Paris while their driver was fleeing from the pa- uh, paparazzi. So suddenly the idea of a kooky, crazy Disney theme park where guests were trying to flee from the paparazzi wasn't very good.
2: It became too soon.
1: Yes, it wasn't. Funny.
0: I would be hard pressed. Was anybody really offended, or was anybody like I, I feel the ride like wasn't, they just
1: the ride wasn't open yet; it was still in development. Oh. But you're like, oh, by you by can't time put that, that open, it would have been fine. So okay, so let's so just let's to get. D- to don't
0: that. have them go through a tunnel, and you'll be all right. So
1: I let's don't know. Get people still talk about it, dude. Yes, dude. <laughs> so, but let's so let's get to that. You so, brought it up. For a short time in '97, the idea of the attraction uh, the attraction was temporarily shelved, and as Imagineers and Disney kind of weighed their options, what are we going to do? Yeah. So as as a result, some of the powers that be in Imagineering were wondering if it just made more sense to postpone the construction for the next couple of years, and just wait for people to forget that Princess died in a fiery crash in a tunnel in Paris yeah. because she's being changed for the pop. Wait operative. for them to forget. Just wait for them to forget, no. and then we'll throw it out except there. Except they didn't. It, right. Except no one. They <laughs> no realized that no one's was going to forget that.
3: Never forget. Nobody's Never gonna
1: forget. Fr- I would have. I mean, forget.
3: honestly, that's one of those major things Huge. in history. Uh, you know, like it's yeah. like I remember that day. I remember yeah, me too.
2: when I found out that happened. Yeah. You do? I do. Yeah, I remember so, where I was. I was in L.A. Yeah. I was visiting
3: friends in L.A. Huh.
1: Yeah. I don't remember where I was. I just remember it happening. Yeah, but I was in was my crazy.
3: aunt's kitchen. And they were I like, was oh, my God. Kitchen. And I was like, what? What?
1: Crazy. So that was the first thing. The second thing is they decided that maybe they should build something else. They're testing the feasibility of bringing an East Coast ride to the park. So – Bringing, this was actually their original place of where they were thinking about doing the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, but exactly how it appears on the East Coast, where you leave and go through the fourth dimension and do the other side. Uh, they also were going to put in their version of the Rock and Roller Coaster starring – who do you think would be starring in an Anaheim version of the Rock and Roller Coaster? Red Hot, right? Red Hot Chili no no, no, no. No, no. Let me Pooley guess. Let me guess. Let oh, me guess. Oh, oh, I, know I, guys, know, guess, I, know I have let I a second guess. guess. No, no let me get it. a first really guess am. out.
3: That's why I raised my hand. I didn't say it.
0: wife. Smash Mouth.
1: No. Ew. No uh, doubt. Boom. No doubt. Okay. No doubt. It will right. be starting no doubt. I was going to say Sugar Ray. Right?
2: <laughs> sugar Ray. <laughs>
1: I think they were already played out at that point. <laughs> I just want to fly. Fly, 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 fly up so high. Stop it. You guys
3: could go song. to Walt Disney World and see him.
0: I no. just want to cry. Even, no, thank
3: you. But you can. I, we can. <laughs> you
0: know, we're physically we? able. <laughs> we are adults
1: <laughs> of traveling age. Yes, we can. So because of the fact that the budgets were slashed for all the parts, they couldn't do that. So they decided, all right, we're going to make this Hollywood ride. Right. This is what they did. First, the decision was to remove everything except for two brief instances of mentioning the paparazzi. Also, they decided it was best to have the limo move very slowly through the ride, (laughs) so no one connected the ride to what happened with Princess Di. I think they're overthinking it. I think so, too. Yeah. They're overthinking it. I think so, too. So, uh, Michael Eisner thought the ride was a clever idea. The problem is that it was loaded with gags that only... Hollywood insiders would get. He loved all the gags. So, for instance, there's one part where you go through and you see Mal- the Malibu Hills, and half the Malibu Hills are on fire, the rest of them have mudslides. And for Michael <laughs> Eisner, exactly. So for Michael <laughs> Eisner, he's like, huh, that makes sense because he lives in Malibu. But yeah. for someone from Idaho, they're like, I what? I don't, I don't get it. Or also, why? Well, because yeah, it and, was just a quick, humorous thing, right?
0: Not be, but, but well, to that extent, <laughs> <laughs> how many? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> How
0: many people lost their lives in fires? Yeah. How many people lost I their know. homes in I, fires and mudslides? I but, know. but let's put that in there just to remind everybody that half of our attendees live in SoCal. Right. Just to remind everybody <laughs> that that actually happened. Yes. But here's, we can't have paparazzi chasing right,
2: it. Let's just call this reminders of tragedies.
1: Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah, the death and destruction ride. It's ridiculous. So, anyway, they have that. The they point. also um, originally, but they decided not to put it in. They had Will a. Cosby giving you a glass of champagne? Oh. Sorry. Go ahead. Dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. America's dad. Go ahead. Oh, man. Oh poor Huxtable! All right, so uh, <laughs> they had a they had, a, they had a, um, a sign for DreamWorks Studio, but except it said Dream Jerks Studio. Wow! And they decided burn. that was they decided that was too far. Um, yeah. then they had, I guess there's a place in LA called the Bubble Room, which is like a really high class place. A lot of celebrities go to. Do
2: they have champagne there?
1: Um, I'm sure they do. <laughs> okay. and it was I can imagine. And it was called the Bubble Room. So basically, all the humor That's in there stupid. All That's the not humor, even funny. All the humor in there was like it. You had to be there kind of humor. Like yeah. no one. Would have gotten it. So, um, it was a big inside joke. So, exactly, and that's true because Disney tries to. There's a it's broad strokes. They try to reach everyone at one time, and this was not doing it. So it was. It, it, it
0: seems like very highly targeted. And, yes. yeah, like you said, if you come from Ohio, you're not going to know about the bubble room. I know. <laughs> and if you do, you need to not live in Ohio, I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. right? Like,
1: I know. It so,
0: seems weird to me. but
1: so it, it, it wasn't going to work, so they decided they needed to um, have some celebrities in there. But what they were finding in the construction of DCA and also in the uh, development of all the rides is that celebrities are expensive and they didn't have a lot of money. So, like, Tiger Woods mm. was in that one with Whoopi Goldberg, the golden – what is it called? Golden Dreams or Golden Tomorrows or whatever. Where Mermaid is now, it was the show with Whoopi Goldberg before.
0: Oh God, I'm it, glad I missed that. <laughs> so
1: Tiger Woods was in it for five seconds in the film, and it cost right. him fifty grand for five seconds. Sure. And so, it, right, and he was on the top of his game at yeah. that point, literally <laughs> right. and figuratively. And right. so. Um, and so at this point, they realized that they had to kind of find a way to make it so they can get celebrities. So what they did is they looked at celebrities that already had development deals with Disney mm-hmm. or upcoming t- uh, development deals with Disney. So here, these are the celebrities that are in there. Mind you, this was 2001 when the ride was launched. Regis Philbin.
0: <laughs> okay. He was Who wants to be a millionaire? Regis. Sure, Kathy, sure, Kathy sure. Okay. Yep.
1: Melanie Griffith and Antonio Banderas. Okay, I sure. get that. Tim Allen.
0: Uh-huh. From home that. improvement yep. theme.
1: Yeah. Uh Cindy Crawford, which you wouldn't have thought, but she was in a three year development with uh Disney and she was the online host for DCA at Disneyland.com. Oh. Okay. okay. Uh, uh, first of all, that <laughs> is very much web two point or web one web point 0. 0, yes. Let's have a host online. <laughs> I don't know exactly what it looked like because they've changed their website. To the I, stand, I think it was,
0: it was just they just took the animation for the, the paperclip in Windows and then <laughs> put her over it and it's How fine. can she, I help you?
1: She bounces around. Need looks, help finding anything? Looks like you're trying to make a spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah. uh, Drew Carey yep. was in there. Drew Carey of course. shows. Okay. Jackie Chan so like around the world okay. in 80 days um, okay. and he I wanted to get the audio for this but and you can look it up real quick if you want to he sang the title song for the Chinese release version of Beauty and the Beast
3: shut Jackie Chan sang
1: Jackie it? Chan sang the t- he was the beast huh. part, or whatever uh, you know the in male chi- part in Chinese in, in, Mandarin? Chi- in Mandarin he was the male vocalist he once you listen to I it think... you'll think he will you think he does I Oh, yeah. William Hung, but he's pretty good. Jeremy I was to put that on Spectro. Literally, yeah. just gonna
2: say this is all William Hung ever wanted to be. Yeah, it's, it's true.
1: It's amazing. So um, also Cher was in there yeah. as well as Whoopi Goldberg. Right. Mm. So Gosh,
3: it's kind of sad because like all of those celebrities. Like probably none of the kids listening know who any of them are. Like they're all kind of done, and
1: that's the problem with doing a modern Hollywood is that it gets outdated very quickly. So Antonio
2: Banderas and Melanie Griffith, Griffith.
1: who were
2: were split up
1: around the time the riot came out. So I like this about that. So um, every all the characters had moving hands and moving heads, um, but no animatronics. It was nothing like that at all. It was just. Wacky wavel wavy inflatable arm flailing tube man kind of a thing. Like it was kind of weird, right? So um, with the new ride, you begin entering uh, L.A.'s Union Station. Uh, you go you go to baggage claim for some reason because once you get inside, you're at LAX. This is really hodgepodge how they did all of this. Uh, Joan Rivers, a puppet – sorry. A puppet of Joan Rivers is on a TV monitor saying that you're Hollywood's next biggest some date to, uh, sensation. You're bigger than Madonna, b- bigger than Leo. Do you know what I'm saying? You're bigger yes, than you, Madonna. Yeah. Like, yes. yes. It's ridiculous, man. So um, – So then you get into your limo. Uh, The chauffeur says you're you're the next Hollywood's next superstar. Let's take go on your ride. Now during the ride, your um, your agent Swifty Larue, who is some weird Swifty Larue, who is some weird puppet looking creature thing, like the animatronic skills of uh, Pizza the Hutt from Space Spaceballs, <laughs> which was <laughs> pretty good. It, like, he looked like that, right? And so <laughs> he's telling you to hurry up, you know, um, and hurry up and get to the premiere. And while you're going through this ride, you're running into all the celebrities that I mentioned before, who are just kind of Chilling for no reason oh by random things. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> so um, that was your ride. You get to the end. Um, at the end of the ride, there's you had your picture taken at some point, and it shows your picture. I watched multiple ride throughs of this. I've never saw anyone smile at any point. your <laughs> <before laughs> picture was taken, right?
0: So you're. And at- I have a sorry. I have a feeling it wasn't one of those things where you, you the the really quote funny people try to be very serious. On the pictures yeah, because you're supposed to – everyone's going, ah, like smiling and screaming. Like the Space Mountain people who are right, just right. deadpan.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, this wasn't on purpose. That's what, I, like, that's, what I, that's my feeling. Yeah, okay. So you go through all of that um, and then your ride's over. Now, the problem with the ride as well is that they didn't have a lot of celebrities and a they don't have a lot of uh, ideas. So there's multiple times where there's just like weird neon signs painted on walls with black light. So half the ride was literally just dead space completely black with black light shining as you're making a tur- uh, slow turn it like to get the, to the next like scene it sounds like
0: parts of the Jurassic Park ride in Universal to be honest oh, with you really? I haven't it, been on that really the, yeah they'll have like like in the corner over here on the left there'll be like a bank of um uh <clears throat> I don't know electronic whatever right. but on on the left nothing like literally huh. nothing, like not even, a, a, not even a, a crate. Why? Or a net? I don't okay, know. Okay, that's
1: weird. <laughs> so it seems similar to that, where yeah. they just didn't know. Because what you're not to do.
0: supposed to look over there, because you're going to miss the story.
1: Yeah, there was no story at that point. Yeah. It <laughs> well, yeah. So it opened on February eighth, two thousand and one. It was called Whelming. Not overwhelming, not underwhelming, just whelming, which is kind of yeah. worse to me. Like, Wait, yeah. who care. called
3: it? Is that a word?
1: It, w- it, was, uh, <laughs> it was someone from the LA Times that just said it was whelming. That's it. It said it's a a one-time... So it's like
3: lukewarm. Cute. It's like ordering a tep- coffee and getting tep- it like... Yeah, it's yeah. horrible. You're like, I guess I'll drink it because it's, g- it's doing its for no- job. It's good but... for nothing. No, it's good
1: for nothing <laughs> it's at this point mediocre. because this isn't even water with coffee in it. This is just lukewarm water. This is yeah. hot. <laughs> right? Well, to me, whelming means
0: it's satisfying factory it meets the need because you're overwhelming
1: you're overwhelmed by yeah. it it's good so in oh. my opinion that's a compliment okay it wasn't a compliment okay. in her opinion she said it was a one-time cutesy ride mm-hmm. so um it opened february eighth, two 2001 how long do you think it was open
2: i think i've never heard of it um eight months
3: a year
1: eight months a year
3: 12 months
2: okay Oh, well, that so <laughs> <a year.
1: laughs> uh, yeah. how tall are you five foot twelve <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so it, it closed it closed uh January 11th my birthday 2002 uh so a little bit under a year. Okay. This was one of the smartest moves by Disney. We were all right. You're all you're all right. You Except all you had bet. the uh, right. It's
2: <laughs> what was uh, that like? It's like my brain just was like, say a
1: number right now. <laughs> it's early. It's early. Uh, so this is a smart move by Disney. Like, while may be bad to have unoccupied space in the parks, it's better than ha- than having something open that no one visits. So I think it was okay. Give yourself mm-hmm. some ideas to figure out what you want to do. Yeah, Winnie the so, Pooh is still open. So. <laughs> I visit it from time to time. You I do, do actually. Yeah. So um, it was open for less than a year and the show building sat empty for four years as WDI, you're going to like what one of the ideas was. WDI considered a couple of different changes. First change was they're going to make a Goofy superstar limo. So Goofy would replace a limo driver and there would be about 100 Disney characters taken from all these dis- uh, different Disney stores and well, brought them in. that's a better in. idea. That's
2: a much Perfect. better
3: idea.
1: Yes, I understand. I understand. <laughs> Perfect. And, and this would solve the fact that people were saying that when DCA opened, there was uh, nothing for kids and there were no characters. And in there the was
3: no that's character
0: presence. And there weren't. Presents, yeah. and
1: there was no a, characters at all. I,
0: day, that would be amazing. Even to this They right.
3: never would have made Goofy Sky School. Well, yeah. yeah and true. there's no rides anywhere that have Mickey and Minnie in them.
0: No.
1: You yeah, you no. right. in DCA, any, you're
0: correct.
3: Any No, where. anywhere. You're I mean, Toontown right. has their houses, but there's yeah. no there's rides. No rides
1: to feature that. You're right.
3: Thank you. Listen it to had us. to happen. Well, <laughs> we, we,
0: we did talk about that. I remember You're right often. One time because I, uh, one time we mentioned that, like that was like a conscious decision. Yeah.
3: Oh. Oh, Probably, yeah, I think because they're not um, because they're walking around the park, so how could they be in a ride kind of thing?
1: Maybe. Bro, how's Hook in a ride then if he's walking around? Never yeah, right, mind, let's not get into the <laughs> Let's not do that. So and I'm almost I'm almost done. All right. uh, the second idea would have taken the ride in a different way and a different direction. In two thousand and three, the Disney Corporation was in talks to acquire the Muppets. They were they were trying to create a new concept for the ride and it would be called Miss Piggy's Superstar Limo. In this version, guests would board limos for a trip through a Muppetized version of Hollywood, and conclu- would conclude at a big premiere of a film starring Miss Piggy. The track and layout right. Right, the another track, amazing idea. Right, the track and layout would stay the same, minus the set and the celebrities, um, and it would be cloned in Florida and in Paris. We
3: can
2: oh. animal in there with a drum set. Right,
1: do so, it. So what? here's here's the story of how the Imagineers were going to do it, and I'm glad I was able to find so much about this. Right, so uh, the Imagineers proposed announcing the ride's imagining by placing a full page ad in the L. A. Times, which read, "Okay, we admit it." Superstar Limo is really, a really <laughs> terrible ride. This is just verbatim what they're going to say, right? Not to worry, though. We're going to fix the DCA attra- attraction. In fact, we've got our two best men working on it right now. And below the text would be a, be a picture of Doc- Dr. Bunsen Honeydew oh, and Beaker. That's and amazing. They, they plan to reopen the original attraction as it was and insert Muppets into the ride one at a time, commenting on how lame the ride was. <laughs> oh. And sharing That's that really they would funny. fix it up in no time, right? So um, imagine riding Superstar Limo as normal, and you come across Honeydew or Beaker in hard hats measuring the room and sharing about how they how they're making refur- refurbishments. Yes.
2: Okay, I raise my hand again. So, <laughs> I know they got rid of the Muppet Show.
1: Right, they did, did Muppets Three D. Did yes. they
2: lose? They didn't lose the rights to the Muppets, though, right? So why can't they do this now?
1: So why didn't Muppets Superstar (laughs) Limo not come to fruition? Disney uh, was negotiating uh, to purchase the Muppets as they were still trying to figure this out. And also the Disney executives believed that the Muppets were not popular anymore and would not drive attendance to the attraction to justify the millions of dollars needed for the update.
2: You know, it would have made the Muppets popular. Doing that ride,
1: this yes, it would have been uh, that sarcasm. The biting sarcasm Uh would have been fantastic.
2: Parents would have liked it. Kids wouldn't have got it, but they would have still enjoyed it. It would have been perfect.
1: So wow, I know that's so disappointing. I I know. So eventually, in January two thousand six. my, I know Monsters Inc. Mike and Sully to the rescue. Five years after the movie release, opened utilizing the same vehicles and many of the same mechanics, and reusing the celebrities as characters in the movie. Um, as characters in the movie or CDA agents.
2: Is that why the the character like Mike was asking, and she just does this? So,
1: oh. so yep, that's so, literally <laughs> why. So Regis Philbin would stick his head and his hand out of the bobble room in the first scene of the original ride. In the new ride, you see Randall Boggs sticking his head out near Tom's Grocery. He was repurposed as Randall Boggs. Antonio Banderas and Melanie Griffith were immediately past that scene. They're now a reporter and a green blob with three eyes is being interviewed about what he saw. You know, he it shook, me up and shook. shook me like a dog. That yeah. guy. That's him, right? So, um, Cindy Crawford was replaced by solely holding boo. Tim Allen is now the octopus sushi chef at the beginning of Harryhausen's scene. Jackie Chan used to be doing a stunt from the ceiling. He's now a CDA CDA agent who is repelling from the ceiling. Drew Carey used to hold maps of celebrities' homes. Now it's a CDA agent holding flyers regarding the Uh, missing child. uh Right. Uh So Cher, who was at the Psychic Facts Center, is now the the, uh, Pepper's Ghost effect Randall Boggs in the bathroom scene. So you see him in the bathroom and then he disappears. Okay. Um, and then Whoopi Goldberg, who had a weird bend to her knees in the original one, is now CDA agent 09196, who's being interviewed at the last part of your ride. He's been interviewed by the short guy with the glasses. He has three eyes, so he has three oh, lenses right. instead of glasses. And so that's it. That's what they decided to do. Huh. They just repurposed everything. They turned the limos into taxicabs that you're going through the area. And they basically added a couple more scenes. Um, but that's really... It.
2: And that's kind of why that. I mean, I like I, I yeah. like them. I really so like I. Monsters Inc. And yeah. so I kind of I like that ride, mm-hmm. but it's kind of whelming.
1: Yes, it's like, whelming. Yeah, as well. it's alright. <laughs> yeah, it I like when it, when but everything it's, else is packed. I don't love just it. Go on that one. Yeah, I mean, it's not a good ride. No, so.
2: in a, it's in a weird place. Well, that was yeah. the whole thing.
1: That was Hollywood Land. That was going to be the area where everyone would go to see what Hollywood's like. So you don't have to go to well, Hollywood. And it's, so.
3: I mean, up until very recently, it still was. So honestly, like that, the uh, Muppets version with like the whole media thing, That's cool. that would have been so good.
1: Yes, I agree, too. Oh, well,
3: but- I've,
2: I've heard for a long time. I don't know. I just tried good to say problem. sad <laughs> things just, oh, at oh, one time. Just though. It was all, <laughs> all of them <laughs> um, that that um. ride was being closed down. Oh yeah, we did. So well, that's the last. Rumors. That's
1: the last portion. There is a rumor that the that area will be closed and that a Captain America ride, a la screamin esque, is going to open its place. But mm-hmm. that's the history.
3: Is there enough? There's not enough room there. There's
1: not enough room. So no, I I think don't they know would take out
0: like Flynn's arcade area. All I think of they that. would take that
1: entire area and just gut it. Yeah. So that's the uh, history of the Superstar Limo ride.
3: That was really good. That Thank was you. really yes. interesting. Thank
1: you. I good work, did not Terrence. think
3: it would be so. Uh, so much information and good job. I, I did not think so either. <laughs> Michael Eisner is actually the worst once he again. Is. Yes,
1: and for anyone who wants to to see what the current ride looks like versus the old ride, uh, just go on, um, go on, uh, go on the internet, go <laughs> on YouTube, and look up Superstar Lemo versus Monsters Inc. And they have one where it's the like half is side, side, side by side oh, all cool. the way through, and you can see how they reded everything. That would be oh, true. Cool. And as as underwhelming, in my opinion, as the current ride is, the original <laughs> ride is another ride that should have had a halfway point where you get to leave. Can
2: you email me that link right now?
1: Yes, I will. Thank you. Because she'll forget to look it up. <laughs>
2: totally will.
0: Uh, let's do some news.
2: Yes. Right. On the internet.
0: <laughs> Present and future with all the, the news that's that. fit to cover. It's the Ears Up Disney News. All right, we've got a lot of news to cover today, and uh, this is, uh, you know, some good information, some good news. I was surprised, because usually, lately, it's been kind of like uh, whelming news. It's going to be our new thing. This is uh, from the Travel Channel, uh, seven ways to give back on your Disney vacation. Uh, from reducing your carbon footprint to granting a wish for a child with a critical illness. The next time you head down to Walt Disney World... Consider carving out some time in your schedule to participate in these give back programs that benefit local and national charities. I feel weird having the wacky music playing when talking about kids, <laughs> yeah. and <homelessness>. dying children.
3: <laughs> oh, no, you guys are both. <laughs> awful. All right. You really
0: get to go not. home and they don't.
3: You no, know oh! my God, you know what just made it. Not, this is not the secret show. Not
2: cool. why are you
0: don't talk over my gag. What are you guys doing?
3: You're going to need to
0: edit that out. Uh, no. Uh, Give Kids the World. Uh, it says the Orlando theme parks are at the top of the list for uh, wish-fulfilling charities. Give Kids the world's make a lot of those dreams a reality. It's a uh, central Florida resort and works with wish-granting charities to host critically ill children and their families for a week-long vacation. Um, anyway, you can go and volunteer at, um, at the uh, the resort uh, for shifts. More than 1,800 volunteer shifts are filled each week to help host families, and the nonprofit is always looking for extra help. Something as small as greeting a family at the airport or delivering a pizza can make an impact. If you don't have time to volunteer, they ask for donations of character autograph books. Okay. So that's kind of cool. So you can go to a, um, a gift shop, buy a, you know the autograph book, and then go on their website and figure out how to give it to them. I don't know, but just nice. stuff like that. That's cool. I think it's pretty yeah, neat. I like that. Uh, You can help the Disney Conservation Fund um, in Animal Kingdom. If you want to help, you can donate to the fund's Reverse the Decline program at select stores and food stations throughout the park, which I didn't know about. Yeah. Because Animal Kingdom, we didn't really, we spent like two hours there. You
3: know, I was thinking about this, um, not to get off topic, but I wonder if we would enjoy it more now that we're kind of more into tiki stuff than we were when we went.
0: Not to get too off topic, <laughs> but let's talk about something inter- uh, run for charity. Uh, run Disney races. You can you can do, you know, your things. You can raise money while doing the Run Disney thing. That's cool. You can volunteer with ESPN and their Wide, war- wide World Sports Center hosts events all year long such as the Special Olympics, Florida State Summer Games and the Special Olympics Florida Fall Classic. So, you know, if you want to if you want to schedule half a day, into your vacation to go and, and help. That'd be that would be cool. Uh, clean the world. A lot of unused hotel soap goes straight to the landfill, but every year Clean the World tries to curb that by recycling soap while well, Disney World Resorts participate in the program. So if you're staying on property, uh, any soap that you don't use will be turned into clean soap for someone else. So don't steal the soap, please. Okay. But... I mean, if you take home used soap, that's kind of weird. That is weird. Um, if you want to learn more, you can volunteer at their headquarters in Orlando, including sorting soap and assembling hygiene kits. So, again, mm. nice. Schedule half a day and do something else. That'd be cool. Um, donate your souvenir money to the Make a Wish Foundation.
3: Oh. Anyway, that's nice.
0: Kind of nice stuff. Uh, Disney and Twitter are joining forces to create live content and ads across genres. Uh, They will create live content and advertisement in sports, news, and entertainment from the entire Disney portfolio. It includes sports content from ESPN as well as videos from ABC, the Disney Channel, Marvel, and other Disney properties. And uh, just a quick blurb. That's all it was. But I thought it was interesting that uh, they're pairing up to create live content and advertising, of course they are right. It's just uh, I don't know, man. Disney, come on, man. What are you guys doing? I mean, I guess that's how you make money. They're making money. That's they're what making they're doing. money. Uh, speaking of making money, Disney is launching a food network for kids called Disney Eats. That's kind of cool.
1: Is it?
3: Is it? Yeah, it gets kids to want to cook.
1: Does wanna it do stuff? I would I, think so. I kind of agree with like, you. I, I think it's a good cooking idea. cooking when I was little. Right. Me too. I still love cooking because I
0: liked it when I was little.
3: Yeah.
0: On Tuesday, Disney announced a new television network aimed at children, and it's all about food. You probably won't find many carrot cake churros, which, by the way, remind us to talk about it. <laughs> Not now. <laughs> oh. That's actually a segment. Uh, or rose gold cupcakes on the new network called Disney Eats because it's all about teaching kids to eat well. Disney Eats will feature shows called Kitchen Little. On which kids learn how to cook with celebrity chefs. And another <laughs> Gordon called... Gordon
2: Ramsay, he's just going to swear <laughs> at them the whole time.
0: What me? the...
1: is wrong yeah. with
0: you? And <laughs> another called Tiny Kitchen. Please tell me about me. Uh, where chefs create many versions of popular Disney-themed foods. Who wants to
1: watch that? I just pictured like an actual like chicken. tiny chick- uh, tiny kitchen. Like, with kids trying to...
3: Yeah, that's what I thought a- too.
1: Like yeah. really small utensils. I imagine like Warwick Davis coming in and like... <laughs>
0: cooking. Uh, Disney Eats will even be diving into the science of food with a program called Must Be Science. Many of the shows featured on the network will focus on a concept (laughs) called co-cooking, meaning that kids will learn how to cook with their parents and get introduced to the kitchen and hopefully excited about food. That's That's just That's just called cooking. Well, right. That's that's cool. With a TV. (laughs) That's cool, but a whole network... I, I mean, make, maybe have a show or two on ABC, and that's it. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's, I, I, watched... I think this is if this is uh, trying to like curb the the money loss from ESPN and other television. Like, yeah. I think this is not going to help. I don't see this helping. Mm,
3: but I think the way that people watch TV now, I don't think that it being its own network is going to matter because people are watching things on demand. They're not flipping through channels trying to find a certain.
1: Right. Station
3: or right. anything. So I don't think that that even matters. But Essentially, I think it's just a marketing way uh, thing for them to be able to say, oh, well, we yeah. have another new network. For sure. Right. When right. really it's just a
0: bunch of shows. No. Yeah. Uh, speaking of other launches, Disney launches a podcast. We've been asked e- to buy us. <laughs> we sold. Bye. <laughs> uh, Bye.
2: Bye. I'm going <laughs> to be on my,
0: my yacht. <laughs> Uh, Disney, uh, during its new front presentation in Manhattan's West Village neighborhood, uh, they uh, let's see, they announced. I hate this article. Uh, blah 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 blah. Catherine Ferreira, head of branded content at Disney, said, "Ad spending on the audio category, including podcasts and smart speakers, is projected to hit 19 billion by 2022." In an effort to get on that, Disney is launching at least one podcast this year called Disney Backstage. Which will look into the production stories behind movies like The Lion King.
3: Hmm.
0: That's it. I mean, pretty much that's the entire. So, like the thing. history of movies. Yeah, basically. And I'm- then, and then, basically, the article goes on to say how they're going to start advertising a lot more into podcasts. So, uh, Terrence, you should look into how to get Disney to advertise on our show. But, yeah. a pod, a, I mean, I don't know. It, I mean, it's probably going to be okay because they have a lot of information that nobody else does I and, mean, like, access to people. But I think it's going to be very cheesy. And whoever, who even does podcasts anymore? Oh. oh. <laughs> wow. But you know what I mean? Like, the classic, like, hey, everybody. Yes. Okay. Well, here we are with want, the though. sound editor... Well, hold on. What's a sound editor, Janine? Well, I'm glad you asked. So, a sound editor <laughs> yeah. puts everything together and you can hear it and they mix it be- just beautifully. Like, well, the- well, I really respect that field. You know, that's really great. Well, Stop let's talk talking. to Chris. I mean, it's just come on.
1: <laughs> I know. I got
2: bored listening to you make fun of it.
0: <laughs> I got bored making fun of it. Yeah. So, there. Uh, this is cool. Disney sets a June premiere weekend for Big Hero 6 series. I think we talked about yeah, it. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Uh, Disney's animated Big Hero 6, the series, uh, Spaceballs, the series, will launch with a premiere <laughs> weekend featuring two back-to-back episodes on both Saturday, June 9th, and Sunday, June 10th at 9 a.m. on the Disney Channel, Disney Now, and Disney Channel Void Platforms Video On Demand. Following the weekend premiere, episodes will debut every Saturday through September, based on the Walt Disney Animation Studios Academy Oscar Award-winning feature film, and continues the adventures of 14-year-old tech genius hero, his compassionate cutting-edge robot Baymax, and their friends. So that's cool.
3: Yeah,
1: I'm ready. I'm ready for that. I liked uh, Big Hero Six. He did not to answer Beverly no Baymax did not die. Oh, I thought he, he died. No, so at the end of the movie <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that that
0: Bev was asking you during me tell about the the series. She started waiting was till dead. afterwards and then asked. Well, uh, so it's wanna, good radio. I didn't
2: really want to ask cuz I didn't want to
0: <sighs> Disney World opened a Bourbon Trail.
2: What? Ooh.
0: Disney Springs, which is their Downtown Disney, which they changed from Downtown Disney. To the word Disney Springs, which I think is stupid, but whatever. Um, stepped up the adult fun with a brand new bourbon trail. You can uh, saunter through their shopping uh, stores with eighteen opportunities to stop for bourbon and barbecue. <laughs> oh my
1: lord! What can they do this in LA? Please.
0: From barbecue chicken pizza to ribs and to candied bacon. Which, first of all, candied bacon is stupid. W- w- right. We sugar on bacon. That's that's dumb. And then the photo is a glass of bourbon on ice with a piece of candied bacon in it. Get out of my face with that trash! <laughs> Stop it. You don't. If you want, if you're drinking that, you don't want bourbon or do it bacon. You just
2: whatever. Well, not candied bacon.
0: That's gross. But <laughs> bacon is disgusting. Start with a House of Blues restaurant, for example. Guests can pair a hurry sundown, old fashioned, with smoked brisket or a smoked pulled pork sandwich, while at Chef's Chef Art Smith's Homecoming, Chef Chef Art Smith's Homecoming, you'll pair a Basil Hayden's, which, by the way, Basil Hayden's, yeah, for the money, good. Like 50, dollar for dollar. Like 50 bucks or so, right? About 50 bucks a bottle, I think? No, it's like 35, bro. Oh, go, I'm going
1: if, to the wrong stores then. If you
0: go to Monument okay. in Concord, yeah. 33 bucks. For real? For real.
1: It's like 50 at Bevmo.
0: Yeah, yeah! Don't go to bed. Oh, Never much. go to bedmoss for, anything, really. for Reserve because of that. Um, Basil Hayden's mint julep with Chef Art's famous thigh-high chicken biscuits.
2: Oh, mm. I want
0: that! Um, it runs May first to June seventeenth. So good luck, all you East Coasters out there,
1: Jeremy. Let's <laughs> do.
0: Here's a. Weird story, I can't tell if it's a good story. Disney offers the unions you know they're in union talks right to, right. Up, to up the rate wages mm-hmm. fifteen dollars an hour, but by two thousand twenty one so not now, not next year, not the following year, but the year after that then they'll then they'll raise it up to fifteen bucks an hour
3: well, and maybe you're going to get to this, but that's way lower than what the unions ask for,
0: uh-huh. Um, the negotiations have been at a standstill for a few months, and this is a big move in terms of a salary offered by Disney. The union has been demanding fifteen dollars an hour since negotiations started. So that's about a fifty percent increase from what workers start
1: at now. <clears> that's so where they start at seven or eight bucks, or yeah. whatever the math yeah. is on that. So by the time they're making fifteen bucks, the person they're going to after their shift at Burger King, who's getting paid minimum wage, is making twenty bucks. <laughs> this seems a little ridiculous to me. Right? Yeah. Okay. I agree.
0: Um, all this is happening as Walt Disney World is hiring some thirty five hundred workers with much higher bonuses than in years past. Hmm. So they're they're like offering hiring bonuses. Well why not put that to the people who are working
2: who are doing the slave labor. I don't know,
0: whatever. Sorry, Terrence. Wow.
2: <laughs> you just looked at me all weird. Jeez.
0: Okay, here is a non Disney um, non Disney article, but I think it's semi relevant because okay. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> SeaWorld in Orlando is opening a five acre land dedicated to Sesame Street.
3: I, I think this I is like awesome. it. Yeah. No. I, I sort of can't wait to go. I
0: would. No. Lo- are you serious? I don't
1: know. Guests no. will
0: explore the iconic neighborhood as they walk through Abby's, oh, cool. Abby Cadabby's Garden, Abby visit Cadabby. Mr. Hooper's store, stop Ugh. by Big Bird's Nest, sit on the famous 123 Stoop, and me- just even reading it, mind I know. Smiling, <laughs> and meet their favorite friends from Sesame Street, including Elmo, Cookie Monster, and Big Bird. Snuffy can't and be there. Oscar no. the Grouch. Yeah, Snuffy will Oscar? never be there. cannot
1: be there. Well, I'm Why sure Oscar be will there? be. Because Snuffy's he's imaginary. imaginary. He's Big Bird's imaginary friend. Yeah, Walnut.
3: I didn't know that. Snuffleupagus? Have you ever
1: seen him with anybody else besides Big Bird? Well, also,
0: he's... that's his lore. He's yeah. He's my imaginary friend.
3: No, I had no idea. Snuffleupagus is my favorite.
0: Well, I'm sorry, I'm what? Like Snuffy.
3: Oh, is that Snuffy? Is yeah. that what you guys are saying?
0: Yeah. No, but what's his, what's his name?
3: Snuffleupagus. Snuffleupagus. What? Is, is that wrong?
0: Is, is Snuffleupagus. It, I thought it was puh. Yeah. So no,
3: Snuffleupagus.
0: Terrence, look it up while I finish this article. <laughs> Elmo and his furry friends, along with parade dancers, <laughs> will invite <laughs> guests to join the party on Sesame Street daily. This uh, the immersive area will feature exciting rides, wet and dry play areas, and interactive experiences designed to entertain the entire family. Terrence, please,
1: uh, remind everybody who is right. His name is mm. Ali... Al, is it Aloysius? Aloysius? Al, is it al- oh, Aloysius? Aloysius. spelled it wrong. Aloysius I don't, I don't know. I'm just I'm guessing.
0: Snuffleupagus. Thank snuffleupagus. you very much. No, no. He's, snuff,
2: he's Snuffleupagus.
0: All right. Last but not least, Disney's lost plans for a domed city. This is from Forbes. What?
1: He also attends Snuffle Garden. <laughs> I was like, so, it's weird. Like That's one of his <laughs> He has things. a whole backstory. He does, he goes to Snuffle Garden. Uh-huh. Right. Hey, man. Who wouldn't? It sounds okay. great.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's the crowds are really not even existent. There's no snuffle garden. Oh, I get it. Yeah, no, I thought it was like a park. Uh, Hollywood star Kurt Russell has shed light on long lost plans drafted by Walt Disney himself for a futuristic residential district under a giant climate controlled dome in Orlando, Florida. The plan for the 50 to 75 acre residential district itself are nothing new. It was due to be called the experimental prototype community of tomorrow.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: The plan was announced in a video presentation by Disney himself in 1996. It was going to have 20,000 residents who would be ferried around by a mass transportation system, uh, while most road traffic would be kept underground. Uh, At the time, the media reported that the entire development would be enclosed, with the New York Times stating that Walt Disney Productions today announced it would build the world's first glass-domed city, a $100 million entertainment center, uh, which would be pretty cool. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Sadly, it never saw the light of day as Walt Disney passed just two months after the video was shot. But instead of building residential district, they just built Epcot, which is, you know, the acronym, but it's not actually the thing. Um, it has kept theme park fans and historians guessing about the pioneering plan, but light has finally been cast on it by Kurt Russell. (laughs) Of course. because why not? Okay. Uh, I thought you
2: said Kurt Russell. I didn't want to yeah. be like. Did you just say Kurt Russell? <laughs>
1: Those
0: are also Walt
1: Disney's last words. Or
0: something uh, like that it was like written on oh, his written on a paper. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Russell is a mine of Disney details, and this soon became clear when he recently let the author of this uh, article into his inner circle. It began with a talk to a group of Disney guests at one of its newest developments, Golden Oak. This continues Walt's legacy of urban planning. Yada yada yada. It helped also happens to be named after a ranch in California, which is owned by Disney and used as the back. Up for Kurt Russell's first movie, "Follow Me, Boys," which I loved. I watched that. I wore that. It's a Boy Scout movie. Oh, okay. I wore the hell out of that video cassette, <laughs> man. Uh, following the talk, uh, the author and, the, and and a colleague spent the weekend with Kurt Russell, his sister, and business partner. He blah 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 blah. After fifty years in public eye, his popularity is so great that Disney has to put on a chaperone to prevent him from being mobbed in the parks. Um, He says, uh, I distinctly remember coming to work early one day, and there was a kiosk on Dopey Drive, which always showed the news of the week. It was early morning, and I was walking past the animation building, past the theater, and I was nearly at the commissary where the kiosk was. Right next to that was where I would sometimes play ping pong with Mr. Disney at lunch. Aww. Imagine playing ping pong with Walt Disney. That's
1: insane. That's so cool.
0: Smoke in one hand, scotch in the other, and you're just hitting him in the face with a ball.
3: (laughs) I love it. (laughs)
0: Uh, Sometimes he would call me in and I would sit down and have lunch with him. Apparently he loved some Kurt Russell. (laughs) This time I was looking at the kiosk and it showed a picture of this cool domed thing called Epcot. Suddenly I heard, what do you think of that? I turned around and it was Mr. Disney. And I said, hey, good morning. That looks cool. What is it? And he said, it's an enclosed environment. He took me somewhere else, and he had a model of it and a bunch of drawings, which looked like a town, and part of it was under a dome. He was talking about it being a controlled environment and making it rain if you wanted to.
1: That's cool. It's like Truman Show. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: It was amazing, but he wasn't showing it to boast about what he was working on. He was interested in what people thought. Even at 14, it was fun to feel somebody have so much pleasure with something that they hadn't unveiled yet. He said, this is coming. We're going to do this, and as luck would have it. I came to the opening of Walt Disney World in 1971. Anyway, so um, that's pretty cool because it, that's you know, awesome. uh, there was always rumors that that was actually going to happen, and people have been fighting about it. And uh, so there you go, Kurt Russell. <coughs> nice. He says at the end of this, he goes, "I'm a long-term Disney player. I think I've started more Disney movies than anybody else. And when you feel that close, there's certainly a familiar aspect to it. But you're also a part of building something. I was 14 when I acted in a Disney movie for the first time. That means something."
3: What's right. weird is that if he's such a big Disney person, like why does he have such a like the one of the main attractions at Universal Studios is his thing. Wasn't that Kurt Russell in um Waterworld?
2: Kevin Costner. It was Kevin oh, Costner.
0: Oh, Who's Kurt
3: Russell?
2: <laughs> he's married to, he's not married to Goldie Hawn. He's
1: um the main character in um Overboard. (laughs) Who's Kurt Russell? Definitely not saying overboard. But he's he's the guy. Escape from New York. No, the Cowboy movie, the Great Cowboy movie. Escape from New York. No, with Doc Holliday. Escape from New York.
3: (laughs) The literally never seen any of these movies. You guys have met. You've never seen a Kurt Russell movie. No, No. I probably have, but not none of the ones you're talking about.
1: Oh, that character in Tombstone.
3: Never seen that. What?
2: Oh,
0: it's a great movie.
3: Like Like, not Kurt
0: I'm doing it right now.
3: I haven't seen any of the movies you've talked about.
0: First of all, he's in Guardians of the Galaxy, so don't worry about that. He was in The Hateful Eight. He was in The Thing, which we've seen. Escape from New York, Big Trouble in Little China. Death Proof, which you have seen and loved, I think. No. Okay. That was the uh, Quentin Tarantino John that was terrible. Death Proof? Furious 7. Stargate? Backdraft? Nope. Captain Ron? Captain yeah, Ron. I, I, I have, have seen Captain, Captain Ron. Ron. Well, the, he's the main character, Captain okay. Ron, homie. Fox and the Hound. He was the voice of Fox and the Hound. He was the voice of Elvis and Forrest Gump. Duh. Well, oh, there really? You
3: go. Yeah. I have seen that.
0: This dude has been in a lot of movies, man. A lot of them are not very good. <laughs> Strongest Man yeah. in the World. Tut- nope. Touchback, which let's... Okay. Um, <laughs> the Deadly Tower, Super Dad. Apparently. No. The barefoot executive. Anyway. <clears throat> all right. These all
2: sound really good.
0: Don't they, though? Don't they just? <laughs> okay, here we go. We're going to do fact of the show, and then we're getting out of here. Today's fact of the show, it kind of drafts on something else that we had talked about earlier uh, several several shows ago about uh, that rumor that, oh, Walt was sitting in the park in the 50s thinking about uh, you know opening a... a an amusement park, a theme park, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not true. He was walking through the um, the in, the uh, come on the, the the release of Snow White in 1937, telling people that he wanted to open a park for families. Oh, okay. So anyway, this kind of drafts on that. In the late 1940s, Walt Disney, ever the patriot, was looking for various ways to bring scenes from American history to life on a smaller scale. He assigned famed Disney artist Harper Goff to the project, which would consist of small mechanical people moved by pulleys and gears. This is the 40s. This is and would be installed in department stores, because department stores were the yeah. thing back mm-hmm. then, right? The name of the project was either going to be Disneyland, oh God, I, I meant Disneylandania or something like Disneylandia. that. Disneylandia. Disneylandia or Walt Disney's America, hmm. which this was one of the many ideas that eventually grew into Disneyland. So anyway, cool fact of the show, so whenever anyone tells you, oh, he sat on this park bench and then when he first thought of the idea, that's not true.
3: You tell them they are
0: wrong and then slap them. (laughs) Anyway, uh, thank you again to Getaway Today for sponsoring today's episode. Whether you're traveling to Disneyland, Disney World, or beyond, Getaway Today can help. Book online or give their experts a call at 855-GET-AWAY, which is the phone number that Terrence has to call for Angry Becca. (laughs) Uh, Thank you very much for listening to the show, everybody, and until next time, we'll see you in the parks.